0: Hi, I'm Paulina Solda, dating and relationship expert, certified coach and typologist, and creator of Love by Design. I started helping women just like you find your soulmate after meeting my soulmate over 11 years ago. And this is the first dating and relationship podcast that shows you how to use a personality-based, psychology-backed approach to dating, choosing men, and finding your soulmate combined with timeless energy, attraction, and gender communication principles so that you can create a loving, stable, and lasting relationship of your dreams. This is your Love by Design.
1: You're listening to a Love by Design podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 52. Hello and welcome to this brand new episode of Love by Design. Uh, Paulina Solda here. And um, today I will be talking about um, an interesting and uh, pretty unusual topic uh, related in many ways, as you'll see, to dating in relationships, even though you might think that it's not uh, directly related. We're going to explore how it's actually uh very much uh, connected to and has so many parallels with dating and uh, creating an ability to create a romantic relationship and um, it's been inspired by a, a couple of things recently one is I'm going through this very interesting training on friendships and uh, I just realized that in over, 20 years of me doing personal growth work with so much emphasis on uh, your relationship with yourself and uh, your relationship, romantic relationships or business relationships and relationship with your body, relationship with money. I haven't uh, seen, I haven't encountered any trainings that are specifically focused on friendships and I was very curious and but that even though uh, this area of my life I'm happy with and I um, still want to expand it, uh, that I will take this training. And at the same time, I read a very interesting book uh, of a friend of mine, and uh, I will interview her on one of the upcoming uh, episodes of my podcast, she wrote this book, uh, The Tiny, uh, the Big Power of Tiny Connections. And it also focuses on being able to meet new people, connect, make new friends, create those connections. And I started implementing all of that, uh, everything that I'm learning in the training and everything that I just learned from that book. In um, the recent vacation, we just got back from Aspen, Colorado which is uh, a beautiful place that we have a tradition going. And uh, it's very, uh, it was ideal (laughs) in terms of meeting new people because uh, a lot of people come from all over the world and um, it's a pretty small town. It's very easy to meet people. And now... uh, after the pandemic, it feels like people actually are more open to connect. And uh, and I started practicing all of that. And uh, meeting new people every single day and practicing this muscle uh, is so, so powerful. Of course, besides the obvious bonus of... Uh, meeting new people and making new friends, expanding my uh, friendship circle just like I wanted. That was my intention. Uh, What happens is just such a ripple effect in terms of uh, this building this muscle. So when you get in the habit of meeting new people, it becomes super, super easy uh, as you do it more and more and there's no more differentiation who you talk with. Like I would talk, I will talk to anyone. I uh, would talk on a ski lift with a group of teenagers. And then I would talk with uh, uh, business uh, school students who are just there for a weekend. And then I would talk with moms of our kids. And then our kids started skiing together and became friends and had play dates every day. And then I would talk to um, married couples and I would talk to single men and single women. And uh, I would talk to people who retired. So all men, women, all ages, backgrounds from all around the world. Uh, I would also talk because I'm learning Spanish as my fourth language now. It turns out there is a whole uh, international work program, which I haven't really noticed before, even though I've been going there for uh, 12 years, I haven't really noticed until now. And uh, there is this, there is a lot of people from South America, specifically from Argentina, and uh, I've been practicing my Spanish and talking to people at the cash registry and at the ski lift and uh, in the restaurants, it's just incredible how it's become so, so easy. And then I uh, I I would I could easily walk into, let's say, St. Regis in a lounge and uh, sit down, share uh, an area, and start talking to, say, businessmen. And they're inspiring, uh, influential people. So it's so, so powerful uh, to... To develop the skill and be able to um, easily to connect and uh, meet new people everywhere you go. Because this whole uh, problem of when it comes to dating. So when, when you build this muscle, this whole issue that so many single women have is where do I meet men? How do I meet men? It just completely disappears because you start meeting them. Everywhere you go, you start meeting them in the elevator. You start meeting them in line in the grocery store. And of course, for me, um, I practice that because everything that I teach, I uh, practice implement first. It absolutely works. When you open, when you friendly, when you say hello, I would say over 90% of the time, people will respond in a positive way. And if that fear, that 10%, that 10% of people will not respond and they reject you or disappoint you or think that you're weird or anything like that, if that's holding you back, well, consider the cost that you're missing out on 90% of opportunity. And the way I look at it is when somebody doesn't respond, well, first of all, uh, it has nothing to do with you. So my point of view is that have no expectations. So this is how I show up. I'm open. I'm friendly. I'm connecting. And if this, this particular person doesn't reciprocate it, it, has nothing to do with me. There's something going on with them. They lack social skills. They lack confidence. Maybe there is a, some big issue that they're dealing with. They're just not in the state. They're not in the place. And I don't take it personally, and so that that opens up so many doors. And like I said, I want to expand. I want to create more opportunities, and I'm literally meeting people everywhere. I had a, a, a an example. It's. Really, really cool because I went with my, I was staying in Aspen, but then we decided to go with my family to Snowmass, which is, it, you gotta take a bus to get there. And so I decided, so we're all in Snowmass with another family, which we met because I was practicing and implementing, uh, connecting with new people. So now my son has two best tri- friends on this uh, trip who are his age, we're all skiing together. And I just decided, like, I'm going to quit earlier. I'm going to go back. And I actually want to go shopping. So I come back to Aspen. I go in this outdoor cafe. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll read a book a little bit. And then I'll go shopping. And I see this group of girlfriends talking to each other. And one of them gets up and says, okay, girls, I'm going to go shopping now. And I thought to myself, like they look so much fun. They're having such a great time. Like I want to have my circle of girlfriends here because now I've connected with families and it's, it's a different dynamic. And so it just so happens when I go inside to get a drink and this lady who is going to go shopping, um, she also went inside. And so I just said, Hey, I overheard you going shopping. I was thinking, I'm going shopping myself today. Kind of like, Finished my day earlier snowboarding. And she's like, Oh, I was also snowboarding, but I didn't snowboard today. And so we decided just to go shopping together. And we got our drinks, we sat in the cafe, uh, we talked, we connected. And when we went shopping and even the, 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 each of us had this particular store we wanted to go to. And they just happened to be like next door to each other in that one part of the town. It was really cool. And so she helped me. Actually, I wanted to get a hat, a handmade hat. And so she helped me to pick a hat. And we'll probably spend 30 minutes in that store uh, looking for this hat and just had a really great time and connected. So she comes from LA. I come from New York, but we come around the same time to Aspen in March. So now, next year, I look forward to connecting, continue this friendship and snowboarding with her. So just example, like, it's that easy, it's that simple. And I think there's a lot of parallel between dating and making new friends because the same insecurities can come up and the same fears and the same... Uh, limiting beliefs and that negative talk and that same fear of rejection or uh, the the things I already mentioned come up. And you have a choice. You can choose to let that be your reason why you don't. Why you don't put yourself out there. Why you don't say hello first. Uh, And the cost is, of course, is that you're not expanding your social circle, you're not meeting new people, you're not creating opportunities, or you can just decide that uh, there is no attachment. So if I I have no attachment, my goal is not to be liked by everyone. Everyone. uh, Let's say if I, uh, not every, for example, I love matcha. (laughs) And this can be the best, uh, finest matcha from Japan. Uh, highest grade, and somebody who doesn't love matcha, matcha, they're not going to appreciate it. So when I go and buy a matcha latte that costs $10, uh, some people will not understand why. And matcha, like, it's not for everyone. So it's the same thing. Like, you you go, you're, like, you're not going to be like, that. you can be the most amazing person, like you can be the nicest person, and you're not going to be liked by everyone, and it's totally okay. So it's the same with friends. So I can... Create an opportunity, and if somebody doesn't respond, they don't want to be my friend. It's totally fine. That's just it's not meant to be. It's not a match. And the same way you can look at dating, right? If somebody doesn't uh, doesn't express interest, and there is a lot of uncertainty. What I see is also another parallel with new friendships and uh, in dating, there's a lot of uncertainty because you really don't know who you're dealing with and um. At the same time, I believe that your ability to make new friends and how easy it is for you uh, is going to determine uh, your ability to get uh, great dates and ultimately get into relationships. So meeting new people, getting dates and getting into a relationship is actually making friends. And uh, very much in the beginning, you really don't know who that person is, whether it's friendships or it's dating. Although, of course, using annual style and personality typing that I teach inside of my flagship program, Love by Design, is a tremendous help because I type people instantly based on uh, multiple specific criteria that are very easy to see and it's something... You can um, determine very quickly in a very short conversation, literally just um, just a few things, maybe a couple of questions. Uh, sometimes I, it's enough for me just to ask one question, and I know already, like, okay, I'm on. A, I know this person's type, and then automatically ta- tailor mm-hmm, the style of communication. It's sort of now that I, if I see somebody from South America, I automatically start speaking. Spanish with them. I don't even think. I see their name. <laughs> I know uh, they have also these tags that they, they'll say like Peru or Argentina. And it's just, you don't even think about it. And so what matters is that you uh, you show up and you make an effort. And never another person reciprocates or doesn't. It's literally it's out of your control. And just Doing that is uh, so, so important. And instead of, I think what's so, so important also is the attitude. Because I when I connect with people, I don't come from a desperate, like, oh, I'm so lonely. I don't have any friends here. I need to find a friend. It's completely, completely different attitude. And I think a lot of women who are single and they come from this desperate place of, well, I've been single for so long. I'm so fed up with online dating apps and sites. Nothing is working. I'm so tired of this and uh, just focusing so much. So looking for this man, where is this man? And uh, and you, if you approach making new friends from this position, like I just need this new friend, like it's going to be very repelling. And uh, you want to come from a place of where you're being curious, you're being open, you're not being attached at all. And at the same time, uh, you are uh, really you enjoying yourself. So you, uh, you want to feel good in the process. And uh, if you're not feeling good, if something triggers you, and most likely it's going to be you getting in your own way. It's that self-talk. Well, what if she... Things I'm weird or I'm I'm desperate, right? All of that. So the, the all of this stuff that just total garbage, totally garbage gets gets in the way. And but you, what you're gonna find is when you completely get rid of all of that, is that people are happy to to just like men are happy to meet a woman who is not desperate, who has this light, playful energy, who. Uh, it has so much confidence in her that, like, I just start talking first. I, I'll say hello first, and it's not—it's—it's uh, it's something you can do by choice. So, no matter what your per- personality type is, whether you're an extrovert or introvert, anyone can smile and say hello. And I think the most important thing is uh, this um, genuine curiosity, like. When I talk to anyone, I know I'm 100% confident and sure that I'm going to learn something. That's an opportunity. And I've learned so many amazing things from people I just talked with. And holding a space for people, asking questions. And I think the quality of the questions you ask is going to determine the quality of the interaction. So if you uh, ask boring questions, well, chances are you're gonna be bored on your date, or you're just waiting for a man to ask you something and entertain you and put a smile on your face, or well, you're completely giving your power away because it's you—you'll you, be waiting for it for a long time, and it's up to you to create it because you're a source. Mm-hmm. So now, the way I approach it, and I think it's so valuable. Again, I'm sharing what works for me, uh, and I look at friendships. So you can think, of course, about dating. I'm not dating. I'm in a very happy relationship with my husband. Where I'm gonna talk uh, maybe a bit later about the difference between your man and your friends, because a lot of women want their man to be their friend, and it's it's another uh, topic. Related to friendship. Uh, So here's the thing. Uh, The way I look at it is how it's like trying on new clothes. How does it make me feel like this interaction with this person, the atmosphere that we are creating, the conversation they're having, does it make me feel comfortable? Does it make me feel good? And that's what I am looking for. I'm not thinking about, well, will, will they like me? Or uh, what do I say like to make an impression or anything like that? Again, this is why it's so important that you connect to your personality type. You know exactly who you are. You know your strengths. You know your weaknesses. And you accept that. And you're not trying to be anything else. And I think it's never such a big um, sabotaging pattern that women lose that connection to the, to who they really are and they get into the middle type. And if you don't know what your, your type is, you can take the quiz, uh, the free quiz that I created on my website, lovebydesignworks.com. And if you get the middle type, that's really not a true type, right? It's just a combination. It's just a woman who is sort of in between lost the connection to her authentic type. And so this is not attractive. It's the same in friendships. Like when I see somebody who is having this very, it's positive, but it's fake attitude. It's that superficial. You just feel it right away. And these are not the people I'm going to be friends with. And the same happens in dating men feel that. So, um, you want to have, whether it's friendships or it's dating, you want to have a relationship that works. You don't want to have a relationship that you have to work on. And this is, again, exactly an indicator. every your match? How are you line. And sometimes it takes uh, some time. Uh, it takes, you want to see, like, I'm putting that consistent effort. Will that person reciprocate? And it happens over a period of time, just like in dating. and. It happens organically, where you're not forcing anything, you're not pushing anything, and you just know who you are. You uh, you can reach out, but there's no attachment, there's no expectation. And if there's something triggering you, let's say you reached out and the person didn't respond, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not happy. Why they didn't respond?" Again has nothing to do with you. It's an opportunity for you to grow emotionally, mature, and learn to manage your state. Because, again, what another person will do or won't do, it's outside of your control. And it has nothing to do with you. And so what matters is that how you show up. And again, not everyone will want to date you. Not everybody will want to be your friend. And it's okay. So now uh, when... You probably hear a lot about uh before you start dating, you wanna fall in love with yourself, you wanna be your uh know you know who you are. And of course, that's where I start um, in my program where you understand your personality, you connect to your source of power, so that when it comes to translating into the area of friendships, before you are able to make great friends and have best friends, well, you you want to become uh, a best friend for yourself. Be your own best friend where uh, you come from this very um, resourceful place where I know when I reach out to somebody, let's say that example with uh, uh, a lady who went shopping with me, I know I can be resourceful. I uh, I'm giving my time and energy and attention and, you know, I can also recommend certain things and I can take pictures of her trying clothes. I mean, I can compliment her, I can give her feedback. There's a lot of things that are happening that I'm bringing value into this interaction. And so when you come, when you approach anyone from, uh, in this from this point of view, when I ask somebody a question, I also can share certain things uh, in the conversation that they didn't know about or elevate their state, compliment them and notice something, acknowledge something that will shift them to a higher uh, energy vibration. And this is really, really uh, attractive. And that's, uh, that starts with you. So developing that relationship with yourself. First, uh, now when it comes to some of the questions that I actually made um, a list here of very very powerful questions to ask yourself, because when you take the time and you think about it, and ideally you journal about it, uh, and you're gonna see parallels uh, with between your friendships and your dating life, and chances are. If you're lacking friends right now in your life, most likely you're going to lack the quality of men you want to attract. And uh, start, of course, with you building that relationship with yourself and uh, building that muscle where you start meeting people. And I think uh, starting with uh, building friendships—it's a—it's a safe, it's a safe area where you can talk to people. Uh, of any age and any gender, and then you gradually get to a point where you can talk to any man, absolutely. Like I can talk to any man, uh, no matter. And if you had that intimacy, like if you felt intimidated, like oh, he's too handsome or anything like that, all of it goes away when you build that muscle. So what I'm curious to know is how do you define a friend? Who is a friend to you? And I personally separate my husband, he's my man, he's my husband. He's different from a friend. Uh, I have a list of friends' friends before I ever would add him on that list. Of course, I consider him to be my friend, but it's not like my husband is my best friend. No, absolutely not. I have several best, what I, what, who I would consider best friends. And they're not my husband. And the difference is, and this is where, again, you want to get clear on uh, how you define a friendship. And I think uh, having friends, it's such a great indicator of emotional maturity because, and this is why it's so important, where you don't make your, let's say your mother or your husband your best friend because they have different roles. So, For example, with your husband, you have like with my husband. We have specific goals. We have a family. We're raising our child. We we have uh, assets to get Like there are m- different things. It's like projects, right? And with friends, it's there is no end goal. And this is why it's such a uh, great indicator because. There is really nothing to achieve. It's just a process of coming together. So because you cho- you both choose to and uh, exchanging, exchanging your common interests, your communication, emotional intimacy, creating that positive atmosphere, creating that high energy vibe that you want to come back to. Being in integrity, when you say you're going to do something, you do that. Trusting your friend that I can share my secrets and know they will be kept. But also keeping that autonomy that my friend might not be available when I want to meet with them. Or my friend can have many other friends and other commitments and obligations. And also um, other factors that are important is, of course, being honest with each other. And creating that safety where I know uh, I'm going to be safe with my friend, on, uh, my friends on every level, emotionally as well. And I think this of a quality. So if you don't have close friends with whom you have all of this, then you're not developing this muscle. And all of the things that I just mentioned are uh, the things that are required for. A lasting relationship. You wanna uh, you wanna choose them, and so of course, besides choosing your dual partner, meaning that you choose somebody who is complementary to you yet uh, different from you, you want to have common interests, of course. But besides that, there's just so much more. It's also the quality of your communication. And the depth of your emotional intimacy. And again, a lot of so if you don't have that, uh, you don't have those close friends uh, with whom you've been emotionally intimate, then chances are when you go on the dates, uh, you're you're gonna be on guard, you're gonna be uh, closed off emotionally, and you're not gonna create that emotional intimacy that makes it so attractive. Or if you're not having friends with whom you're having so much fun and you're just enjoying yourself, you're creating that positive atmosphere again. You're not building that muscle when you go on a date. You create such an incredible atmosphere that the man immerses himself into that and he wants to come back to that. And the reason you know he wants to come back to that is because he asks you out again. So if you're not creating that, if if you're not having that skill that you're not developing it again, which you can easily develop with your friends, then chances are you're going to be struggling in dating as well. And of course, uh, being able to trust. So if you don't trust uh, friends in your life, most likely, well, you won't trust men you just met. And without trust, you can't build a relationship. And so, so powerful to think about uh, all of this and really assess and see how uh, your current friendships, what impact they actually have on your dating life. And if the quality of your friendships is not where you'd like it to be, well, chances are uh, you are experiencing the same issues in uh, dating. Now... Uh, it's a lot of this starts the first step. And of course, we go deeper into building relationships. So we address it and Love by Design. It's based, it's personalized strategy based on your type. And when we go deeper in the next level program where you already uh, meet your dual partner, you already get into relationship and how do you build that relationship? So all of those principles we go in depth with inside my program and all of these principles apply to friendships because it is about developing relationships. And so what I'm curious to know also is for you. So again, who, who is a friend to you, right? What does it mean to you? Like, and how do you define friendship? What needs to happen so that you can say, well, yes, this is a friendship. We have a friendship. And also... At what what point do you decide that a specific person is now your friend? And again, I think there's so much uh, uh, in common here with a process of dating, like when you meet somebody, right? Because there's a big difference between acquaintances, right? And acquaintances in dating can be men who just you admires, just men you know, and then, of course, in friendship, you have people who are your friends, who are your close friends. In dating, those would be people you're actually dating, several people you're dating, you're considering them, you're choosing among them. And again, if you don't have those men, you just have acquaintances in, in your friend, like in your, on the level of friendship, and then you'll just have like some men I know but you don't have close friends and you don't have men who are actively pursuing you and that you can can choose from it. You seriously, you're dating them. You've been on multiple dates with them and there are several of them at least. You need several men to choose from. You cannot be a chooser if there is only one man. And the same with friends. It's not just this one person. It's not just your husband who is your best friend. It never works. So just it's your mother who is your best friend. Now, it's got to be... Again, it's a, it's an indicator that if there is a lack, there will be challenge. It will be hard for you to to move to the next level, right? To get into an actual relationship. So, and notice if that's if there is a gap, what causes that gap? And most likely, it's going to be it's what you believe, it's what you think. It's not what the external factors, because right now. There are millions of men who could be actively pursuing you. There are lots of people who would love to be your friends, but there's something getting in the way if that's not the case. And you want to uncover that. You want to look at, okay, what is really to determine your baseline? And do it for both, for friendships and for dating. Like how many, when it comes to friends, how many friends do you have? the close friends that you can um, reach out to in time when you need friends, help, support, and uh, also friends who can reach out to you uh, for uh, help and support. Also, it doesn't have to be just the, the, the bad stuff. It's also people... Those friends when you have your biggest wins, you have your biggest celebrations. You you just wanna share, like, hey, I had this amazing, you have this great news of so this amazing result that you created. Who do you go to? Who you share? How many people do you have in your life? And when separate from acquaintances, right? And then do the same for dating. Those men who just maybe like your photos on. Or or just text you once every two weeks to say hello versus men who you go consistently, they ask you out, you go on dates, you have deeper and deeper connection. Maybe next thing you plan is a trip somewhere. Uh, How many uh, of those men do you have? And describe the quality of your relationships, both for friendships and in dating, and if that's not the quality that you want, well, what is missing, and why? And of course, we are mirror. Our relationships and people in our lives are the exact mirrors of ourselves. So uh, look at uh, look at yourself. At uh, think about what kind of friend are you? Uh, what are the biggest qualities that others value in you, like your closest friends, they appreciate in you. And uh, what, uh, what are some of the qualities in you that can make it really hard to be your friend? And then, of course, translate it also into dating, what kind of uh, woman in the dating world are you? And what, what are some of the qualities in you? Or it could be that energy vibration, that vibe. Or it could be the certain habits or a certain way you communicate, a certain way you express yourself or don't express yourself. So staying in the middle type would be one of them uh, that make it really, really hard. So, for example, if you're a woman who is in the middle type and you are uh, Dating, uh, what's going to be really hard for your dual partner will never know that you are his ideal woman because he will not recognize you. You don't even know what your type you you are yourself. How will a man ever know what your type is? He won't. So it makes it practically impossible to find your ideal Partner who's complementary, you different to you. Because the only thing you can rely on from the middle type is your only strategy is trying to be somebody you're not. And uh, that is not sustainable. And the mask comes off sooner or later. And what happens then is that you get, <laughs> you get, you find yourself in a position where you've invested all this time and energy and effort and resources into this man. And it was totally out of integrity because now you start showing up, you you true, like, let's say you pretended to like certain things or just be very easy about something that it's really a big deal for you. It could be anything like that or it could be this very nice attitude where like, you're a really strong, powerful woman, and you're just trying to play like I'm so sweet and I'm so easygoing. And it, it's really you then find yourself that a man you attracted fell in love with this version of a woman who doesn't exist, it's not you, and then the 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 whole thing falls apart, and you find yourself heartbroken, and the man realizes that the version that you are. He doesn't want to be with, and then you feel heartbroken and rejected. So it never works, uh, and it it won't work in friendships as well. And we we humans we can feel uh, fake. We can recognize, and men feel that subconsciously pick up on that, and some more than others uh but a lot like people who spiritually evolved of course and just in general like east type of men for example they they have such a strong connection to their intuition and they could be very like superficial and never read a spiritual book like my husband doesn't really read spiritual books but he's very very intuitive he says things that I'm like wow Where did he learn it? It comes from within. It's this download of ideas. They are generators of their own ideas. They just have this inner dialogue happening all the time in their mind. And uh, these voices in their head that say some incredibly powerful things. And so what I'm saying is that you are... You want to return to yourself, whether it's your friendships, whether it's dating. It starts with you and uh, the journey to yourself, where you realign and you connect to your authentic true self. And when you, when you do that, and you start showing up from that place, everything becomes so easy. Uh, you don't have to work on relationships at all. You can just choose. And, of course, personality typing helps. You can just choose, like, very certain types. I will not even approach. I will say, hello, <laughs> because it's uh, formal, it's appropriate to say, and I will stop right there. And that's enough. And then the person just reciprocates, says, hello, and nothing else. I was like, I knew it. Like, that is the type. So, again... Uh, and I could, by the way, I could also like, you could always probe, you can test like your theory, you can ask a question and follow up and then the person like kind of, um, there could be other reasons, but again, personality typing is very powerful, it's very effective and uh, it's really objective. So it helps in so many ways. Well, first of all, to connect to yourself. And second of all, when you choose people to reach out to, whether it's, friends or in dating uh, possible romantic partners, it helps a big time. And at the same time, uh, you can achieve a level of mastery once you understand all the personality types, once you speak all of us four languages of four different personality types. You can talk to anybody and uh, connect with them. Um, Uh, 90 plus percent of the time even close to 100 and uh, be that shining bright light in the world who just brings positive vibration and elevates so leaves every person better in a better state or at least in the same state but not worse if that's uh, that is my standard if I know that I didn't uh, if I didn't cause somebody feel worse when they, they met me? I know I am. I'm living my life on purpose, and I'm aligned. And if I if I cause them to elevate their state, that just makes my day because there's nothing better than, of course, creating that impact. And having that positive uh, ripple effect um, on others as well. So it's not just about me. It's about other people and how my presence impacts other people. And that's really, really uh, what my mission is as a West type. <laughs> and I cannot go against my mission. It's just so important to me. So now uh, that concludes this episode on friendships, lots of questions to ponder and play uh, play a game that I'm playing if you want. Uh, this is because it's all about, yeah, it's one thing you listen and it's another thing you go and uh, implement it. So apply it in your life. And so what I do is I, uh, you can say, hello, you can acknowledge even just any uh, anytime you come in the class context, so it's something intimate. You're in the elevator, there's another person, it's just two of you. That's an intimate atmosphere. So I'm not talking about in a crowded street of New York City where uh, thousands of people, but if it's an intimate situation like that, well, I will acknowledge, say hello. If I walk into, let's say, yoga studio, I will acknowledge a person who is next to me. Uh, just at least smile or nod. And play this game where now, so my game is I uh, talk uh, with at least one new person every single day. And so this gives you an opportunity to, um, to get out there, put yourself out there. It's beautiful weather now, change of seasons, and uh, uh, you have a reason. <laughs> and it's interesting. It's so, so interesting. I love people. Uh, you, there's always something you can learn about another person, and my belief and if you, you're welcome to adopt this is there's there's no boring people. there's no uh, boring dates. Uh, there there's only <laughs> there can be boring attitude. There can be boring questions uh, that <laughs> will mess up any any potentially amazing date or Uh, If you ask an amazing person a boring question, you're going to have a boring conversation most likely, right? So it's up to you. You have so much power in your attitude. And when you are at the high energy vibration, chances are people will elevate at your level. And if they don't, well, move on. Stay at your high energy vibration and focus on the people who resonate with you. So meet one new person a day. Make new friends. It's so, so easy. I literally uh, ma- met another friend yesterday, uh, literally in the the, the the changing room. She was she was wearing this dress that I didn't see even in the store, and I just loved it, and we started chatting. I, we ended up finding that same dress in my size somehow, somewhere in the back. We put on these dresses together, <laughs> took pictures, had fun, laughed. We uh, ended up buying the dresses, And it was amazing. It was so much fun. And then we connected. Um, So I sent her the pictures. And now we're planning brunch. And it's, it's things like that. And then she shared some resources on some other dresses she found online. It's that easy. It's that simple when you have this attitude. So start meeting new people. Start making new friends. And then translated, of course, in the realm of dating, it's become so much easier for you to meet new men everywhere you go. And uh, it's fun. It's fun. You add to that positive energy vibration. You add to us uh, connecting as people. We are we are. We want similar things. We want the connection. We crave that human face to face. Especially now, after all the the quarantine and social distancing and all of that, such an incredible opportunity. So, um, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me. Let's become uh, connected on Instagram at ps underscore love by design. DM me. Let me know what you think about this episode and share with me your stories about meeting new people, making new friends, meeting new men, getting dates, you name it, it all counts. It's all building your social capital and there's nothing more important than your relationships. This is the most important currency. And the biggest asset that we have is people who you have in your life. So create your life by design. Create your relationships by design. Surround yourself with people you choose who reciprocate, who vibrate at the same energy vibration as you and enjoy the process. i sending you much love.
0: Did you know that 7 out of 10 new relationships fail within the first year of being together? Well, I believe that finding lasting love means unlearning everything. We have been taught our entire lives about what it means to date, choose the right partner, and create a happy relationship. Want to ask a question on a future episode of Love by Design Q&A? Click on the link in the show notes to record your question in the voicemail, And I will most likely answer it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate, review, and subscribe to Love by Design on iTunes. This helps a lot in ranking this show and would be greatly appreciated. And if you have any comments or questions, leave a comment below. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, Love by Design, go to youtube.com forward slash love